Hi everyone, it's Matt. I want to talk today about my experience at the ED, um, at the VA, and what I thought about their unit, and um, how they kind of relate to the Carolina Corps tenants that we have discussed throughout our program. Um, first impressions of the ED were uh, pretty impressive, actually. It's a smaller ED, and it it physically the structure is probably a little dated. Um, but the rooms are well, well equipped. They have lift, um, lift assist things built into the ceiling so that, you know, you can protect your back. All their equipment seems to be, uh, on the nicer side and such as their IV catheters, for example, are the more expensive kind that I have not seen before. Um, and the work culture there really seems to be kind of, kind of like a small family and very conducive to a learning environment. Uh, everyone that I talked to while I was there was very happy to have me and was very eager to teach me things and wanted to know about me and where I was going and, and that kind of stuff. Um, so that made this rotation very easy. Uh, the first core tenet I want to talk about is relationship-centered care and um, kind of how this unit addresses it. Relationship-centered care is where kind it kind of looks at the relationship between um, clinicians and patients and then clinicians in the relationship with other clinicians. Um, and the way that they kind of do this is through nursing committees. And when I was talking to the nurse manager for the ED um, on this topic, she said that there was, there was a lot of nursing committees and a lot of shared governance, meaning that there was a lot of multidisciplinary councils that were used to kind of decide what was best in terms of patient population and, and um, pick kind of patient procedures. And this really struck me as, as a unit that takes relationship-centered care very seriously. So one example of this is multidisciplinary uh, critical care committee. And they, they, the ED and the ICU kind of share similarities that aren't shared with the rest of the inpatient um, setting in the hospital. And so they, these two units specifically meet to discuss problems that are pretty unique to them as far as caring for uh, critical care patients. And they also meet with, you know, social work, for example, to discuss kind of the outside factors that affect these frequent flyers that come in that may not have resources to take care of themselves at home. So they keep flying back into the ED and, um, this is just another way that, that they kind of focus on relationship-centered care. Um, obviously, patient satisfaction. They want every patient to be satisfied with every visit. And they're given surveys and, you know, obviously, you know, real-time feedback is appreciated. Hey, can we do this? Hey, can we do that? You know, I want my lights off. I would like a, a cup of water, that kind of thing. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is quality and safety. Obviously, this is, you know, two big things with any, with any healthcare system, healthcare setting. And uh, one of the big things that they're kind of focusing on now is falls. They want to get the number of, of falls down uh, in the ED. And the way that they're doing this is they're kind of developing ED-specific fall uh, measures that... The, the current uh, fall precautions, fall protocol in the hospital is, is kind of hospital-wide and they, they, they 
current ones apply very well to inpatient settings but do not apply very well to the ed specifically just because their patient demographic is so different and so they spend a lot of time with qi projects um, really focused on this to try and limit ed related falls obviously they're they're obviously doing things um, on other uh, areas as well such as blood transfusions um, they they obviously have documentations and, and consent form signed, double verification, that kind of thing to improve, um, or I'm sorry, to decrease the likelihood that you're going to have an adverse event with that. Um, the QI t- uh, team is in the ER and they, they do meet monthly, but whenever they're decided that monthly meeting, they then report up to the hospital-wide quality improvement team and um that's kind of where that's kind of how their chain of command goes in that hospital um as far as suggesting qi improvements for this unit um, one of the things i would have liked to have seen was standing orders based on diagnosis so you know if a chest pain comes in we had to wait for the doctor to go in there and see the the person um, and kind of and talk to them and see what was going on and then they'd come back to their computer and put in orders. Well, me as the nursing student, I often saw the patient before the doctor did and I could tell right away, you know, hey, you're going to need an EKG, you're going to need to be put on the cardiac monitor, what labs we're going to draw. But I couldn't do these things because the orders weren't there yet in the system. And I think one of the quality improvement projects we could do, you know, and, and, and even just in the time it takes for the doctor to get there, that's that's a little delay, but it is a delay in care. And I think we could eliminate that if we had standing orders based on um, the diagnosis that the patient comes in with. And I think that could uh, could be something I could work on. 